They did the thing you're not supposed to do in the NFL. Yet, they're one of the best teams in the AFC. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Thursday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you once again. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Thursday. The Tennessee Titans, the focus of today's show. Told you guys that yesterday. Not sure if maybe you got that from the tease, but that is the focus of today's show. But before we talk about the Tennessee Titans, who play on Thursday night tonight against the Green Bay Packers in a pretty important matchup for both sides, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. They're always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Just head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we like focusing on the Thursday night football matchup from time to time here on the podcast because there are always some interesting storylines that can potentially emerge for the two teams playing on Thursday night. And there's this not a rivalry game. There's no divisional implications here between two divisional opponents. But I think this game is interesting for a couple of the different reasons. One, obviously, is we did not expect the Packers to be at this point uh, of the season, right? They're four and six. They're struggling. They're inconsistent. They can't find anything on offense. There's questions of who's going to win the power struggle between Aaron Rodgers and and Lafleur, and it's just a mess. It's not what Green Bay has grown accustomed to over the last couple of decades there in terms of quarterback and offensive play from their football teams, right? It just has not gone very well. Now, they did get a pretty good breakout performance from Christian Watson. They did beat the Dallas Cowboys, so you can you can see that things are trending in a positive direction for that football team after losing five in a row to snap in the way that they did beating a good Dallas team. Yeah, there's going to be some spotlight put on them. Have they turned it around? Are they going to be able to get things going in the right direction? Can they make a push to be a playoff team in the NFC? That being said, that's not the team I want to focus on today. I want to focus on the 6-3 and three Tennessee Titans because I think the Tennessee Titans are a team that are not getting talked about enough for what they have been able to do. And yes, they are a product of playing in a division that gives them opportunities to play the Houston Texans twice a year, the Indianapolis Colts twice a year, and the Jacksonville Jaguars twice a year. We said the same thing about the Peyton Manning Colts, right? The same exact thing. Oh, they play in the AFC South. They get to play the Titans. They get to play the Texans. They get to play the Jags, right? We'll just change it around. Now it is the Titans that get to play a Colts team twice before they fired their head coach. They get to play a Texans team once already. That is a team that has only got one win on the season. They still have not played their two games against the Jaguars. You don't think that's going to make an important difference in the playoff picture for the Tennessee Titans? Now they get two games in the back half of the schedule against the Jags, including the closer of the season. But I think the place that I'd like to start is as we go into this game tonight, the Tennessee Titans did the one thing that you're really not supposed to do. And they have not had a lot of things go their way this season. I think that's another thing that we should probably talk about, right? And and I'm going to get to that with the first thing that I talk about here. But things haven't really gone swimmingly for the Tennessee Titans, yet here they sit, 6-3, and tops of the division. And when you look at the playoff seating in the AFC right now, they are in a mix They are one game back in the win column of the Dolphins. The Dolphins have just played one game. And they're one game back in the loss column of the Chiefs, but the Chiefs beat them in the head-to-head, so that could ultimately bear out the difference. But the Titans are in the mix for the two-seed in the AFC. Remember that statement. The Tennessee Titans are in contention for the two-seed 
in the AFC right now because that's very important when I talk to you about the two things that have happened for the Tennessee Titans independent of one another. These things didn't happen at the same time. They didn't happen because of one another. These two things happened separately, yet the Tennessee Titans sit here at 6-3, and and it's why they are so fascinating to me, and it's why I feel that we need to start taking them a little bit more seriously if we aren't already. The Tennessee Titans did the one thing you're not supposed to do. The dreaded 0-2 start. How many times... Listeners of this podcast, I know myself included, I've seen the statistic for my team. Week two of the NFL season rolls around. We learn some things about some teams in week one. We get those early surprises, those early upsets. We see how new pieces fit in with their teams. And then we go to the week two. And in week two, we have a bunch of teams that maybe didn't start off that great. Maybe they had a tough week one matchup and they they went 0-1. Or they got they got shocked in week one and they started the season 0-1. And then they go into week two and then and the, the CBS, Fox, ESPN, uh, Prime Video, insert service that streams NFL games here. They throw up that little graphic. Blank percentage of teams that start the season 0-2 don't go on to make the playoffs. It's the one thing you can't do. You can't start the season 0-2 and expect to have a very successful season. The statistics are not on your side. Yes, it's happened, but it's very infrequent. It's the exception to the rule. More often than not, you start the year 0-2, you're in for a bumpy season. You are probably in for a season that's going to miss the playoffs. More often than not, you aren't. Way more often than not. I think it's in the 70s or 80% of teams that start the year 0-2 don't make the playoffs. It's actually just 9.6% of teams that start the year 0-2 have made it to the postseason. So more than 90% of the time, if you start the year 0-2, you are going to miss the playoffs. And what did the Tennessee Titans do? They started the year 0-2. And they started the year 0-2 in the worst possible way. Because when the schedule came out, you looked at the early part of their schedule. And you saw a Week 2 matchup on the road in Buffalo. And you said, oh boy, that's going to be a really tough matchup for the Tennessee Titans. And how does their season start? What team do they get in Week 1? They get a home game against the New York Giants with a first-year head coach, don't know what they have at quarterback, a team that is in a full rebuild at this point. They have started over from the bottom. They have got a new coach, a new GM. They have tore the whole thing down. They don't. We don't know what they have in the quarterback position. They are a team that you should be able to beat at home in week one to avoid the dreaded 0-2 start. And yet the Tennessee Titans were the shock. They got shocked in week one. They got upset by a now Giants team that's gone on to be one of the most impressive stories in the NFL this season. Both New York metropolitan area teams. How's that for my Buffalo fans out there? The Jets and the Giants both kind of shocking the world with the way that they've played. Now, the Giants have turned out to be a pretty good football team. They're finding ways to win. And that was one of those games, 21-20, to one of those games that the Giants just find new ways to win this season. They've done a very good job at that. But the Titans lose that game. They go 0-1. And then they go into week two at Buffalo. And they get the doors blown off of them 41-7. The Tennessee Titans, after starting 0-2, have now rattled off. One, two, three, four, five straight wins before losing to the Chiefs. We'll get to that Chiefs loss in a second. They completely erased the 0-2 start. The Tennessee Titans are on pace to increase that 9.6% to whatever the new math is. We're not going to do math here on the TDN Daily Podcast. If you listen to Draft Dudes, you know Draft Dudes don't do math. We're not doing math on TDN Daily. The Tennessee Titans are going to increase that 9.6% of teams that start 0-2 to, not, to make the playoffs. They're going to join that company because they were able to rattle off five wins on a pretty decent part of the schedule. They got the Raiders, the Colts twice, the Commanders, the Texans. They got all those teams. And then the second thing happened. Independent of starting the year 0-2, they lost Ryan Tannehill for a couple of games. 
They had to insert Malik Willis into their starting lineup. And this is no slight against Malik Willis. When they drafted Malik Willis in the 2022 NFL draft, it was under the assumption that this is a long-term play. He was a third-round draft pick. This was a, we are projecting him for the future. We're going to get him in the building. There's going to be no pressure for him to be an immediate starter for us. There's going to be no pressure for him to take over this team from Ryan Tannehill. This is a long-term play. We're in a win-now mode with Ryan Tannehill and the way that this team is structured, but we are setting ourselves up for the long-term because we think Malik Willis has a very unique skill set that we will be able to plug in down the road once he learns the mechanics of our NFL offense and learns and processes things better, and we are going to be set up for him in a couple of years. But he got thrusted right into action because of a Ryan Tannehill injury. And they played, I think, the Texans it was in that first game. And all they did was run the ball with Derrick Henry. And you can do that against the Houston Texans. Because the Houston Texans are a team not really going anywhere this season. They're still trying to put it together. They'll still, they're still trying to figure it out. They are still trying to find their identity. They're still trying to find their secret sauce on both sides of the ball. They're probably trying to find their secret sauce at head coach, at quarterback, at all the different positions up and down the field. They are trying to find their secret sauce. And so you're able to just run the ball all over them and find and grind your way to a 17-10 victory. You're able to do that. Are you really going to be able to do that against the Kansas City Chiefs, though? On Sunday Night Football, while all the world's watching? Well, give credit to the Tennessee Titans because with everybody in the building knowing that that was going to be their game plan, with everybody knowing that that is all they were able to do, they were able to take the Chiefs to overtime. They were able to take the Chiefs to the absolute brink. They, the Tennessee Titans had an opportunity and had a very good chance and probably should have won the football game against the Kansas City Chiefs with Malik Willis throwing 16 passes. His final passing line in that game was 5 for 16 for 80 yards. The Tennessee Titans aren't built to throw the ball, even with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that was kind of the conversation to go all the way back to those first two games of the season, right? They trade A.J. Brown on draft night. They, they they draft Traylon Burks, but what is Traylon Burks going to be in year one? Ah, I don't really love this receiving core. And then you start the Euro and two, and all those questions start to get asked. What well, is trading A.J. Brown a good idea? Is Ryan Tannehill past his prime? Are the Tennessee Titans crumbling? All those questions, all that doubt can start to creep in. And so then you turn the, the baton over to Malik Willis for a two-game stretch, and Traylon Burks was also out for those games. So you don't have the guy that you drafted to replace A.J. Brown. Your wide receiver group as a whole is missing a lot. Malik Willis only throws the ball 16 times against the Kansas City Chiefs, and you almost beat them? Again, those two things happen independently of one another. If Ryan Tannehill missed the first two games against the Giants and the Bills and they went 0-2, I think it's very easy to be like, ah, listen, I know it's 0-2. I know 0-2 teams don't make the playoffs, but look at the rest of the schedule. They're going to get Ryan Tannehill back. Things are different. No, those two things happen separately from one another. The Tennessee Titans could have very easily, after losing those first two games to the Giants and Bills, struggled with Malik Willis, lost both of those games, and they're now they're a 5-4 and four team. And maybe we're not talking about them in the same way. But guess what? They're a deep football team. They have an identity. They run the football with Derrick Henry. They play just hard physical defense. And they're coached extremely well. Mike Vrabel is getting the most out of his players on defense. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is getting the most out of that defensive group. And it is what is the backbone of how this team has been able to survive the ups and downs of inconsistency on offense, not having their starting quarterback and really having to go to, hey, we're going to run the ball. We might not be able to stay on the field for very long because everyone knows we're trying to run the football defense. Can you step up and make some plays? Well, the defense did step up and make some plays. And so you go into a game tonight against the Green Bay Packers and you look at a team that has played this well and have found ways to win. 
They've won six of their last seven games after starting the year 0-2. They are set for three games in the back half of the schedule against a division that is not very good. They get the Texans and Jags at home, and they have to go to Jacksonville. Probably a couple of wins there. And a game that I cannot wait to see. A game that I have circled on the calendar because if the Tennessee Titans continue to play that they're able to play, they're able to stay healthy. If Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and everybody's going to be available for this football game, December 4th, they travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. And if you're going to go on the road in December to a cold weather place like Philadelphia, you got to do two things if you want to be able to win those football games because these are the two things that travel. I know we are in a passing league nowadays, but these two things have not changed. You got to be able to play good defense and you got to be able to run the football. So a very cool test for the Titans to go on the road to play Philadelphia at the beginning of December. And again, this team shouldn't be in this spot. I know the schedule is played out this way, but a team that starts 0-2 should not be in this in this spot. So you have to give a lot of credit to the entire roster of the Tennessee Titans, to the entire coaching staff of the Tennessee Titans. They have just, it, it's a next man up mentality, and they have found a way to win football games. So going into a game against the Green Bay Packers on the road in Green Bay, you kind of just assume they're going to find a way to win. Now, I will tell you this. So far, the Chiefs game notwithstanding because Ryan Tannehill didn't play in that football game, this is probably the toughest test that they've had on the schedule this season in terms of a road environment, playing Aaron Rodgers. This is probably the toughest test. I mean, they played the Colts twice. I mentioned the schedule earlier, Commanders-Texans. They played that close game against the Raiders in Week 3. Don't know if that was another one of those Raiders games where they blew a big lead. I don't think so, but I'm not really sure. They all kind of blur together those Raiders losses at this point. So potentially a really tough test. So I'm so excited to watch this football game because I think we are not talking enough about the incredible job the Tennessee Titans did to turn things around from 0-2. Now, maybe some Titans fans say, no, we, you know, when we started 0-2, we had this feeling. We looked at the upcoming schedule. We we felt really comfortable. Yeah, okay. And and I, I appreciate the optimism. And, and you might not be inaccurate in believing that because of the way the schedule played out. But 0-2, the statistics were not on your side. And then add on top of that, if I told you before the season, you're going to start the year 0-2, and at some point you're going to miss Ryan Tannehill for two games, and those two things are going to be independent of one another, and I asked you what the record would be, I don't think you would have served up 6-3. and three. I don't think you would have served up in contention for the two seed in the AFC. So the Tennessee Titans, in this window, this has been what they are. They run the football. They play good defense. Tannehill does enough for them. They're in games. Now, is there a ceiling on that? There certainly has been in the past for them. Will they, will they be able to break through? I don't know. Time will tell. I will tell you what, they're going to be a tough out if Derrick Henry's playing. They're going to be a tough out if their defense is healthy. They're going to be a tough out if Ryan Tannehill's playing quarterback. They're, they're not going to be a team you're going to want to play. And if they're a two seed, you're going to have to go to their place, which isn't going to be fun. Unless you can stop Derrick Henry and really contain and force Ryan Tannehill to beat you. And so I, I just I, credit needed to be given to the Tennessee Titans. And since they were all alone here on the stage on Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers, felt like a nice time to talk about what they had done uh, these last couple of weeks. And again, even in a loss, even in their third loss of the season to Kansas City, they were very impressive. And I think they showed why they needed to be a team that everybody uh, needs to be paying attention to for the second half of the season. Oh, and one more thing. Sometimes you just need some things to go your way. The Tennessee Titans are the league's best red zone offense, nearly 77% of the time scoring. And they're 5-2 and two in one-score games this season. So if you want to be the exception to the rule, you need some things to go your way. That's going to do it for the Thursday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. As always, thanks to Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Hope everybody has a great Thursday. I'll talk to everybody tomorrow.